0: Laird from the Adelaide Crows. Oh, the City Discount Tyres, buy three, get one free on the popular Falcon Wildpeak
1: AT3W All-Terrain Tyre. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon.
0: Beautiful day this morning, bonds and men's filling in for the boys and we are down here at Toolkit Depot at Seaford. The- Brand new stores just opened. Come down and check it out. And you can even maybe say hello to this bloke we're about to talk to, uh, Rory Laird from the Adelaide Crows. Welcome. Hey, boys. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Hey, uh, great great to be down here at this new store. Um, I just want to ask you, firstly, as you've probably had a couple of weeks to reflect on the season, yep. what about your personal views on the Crows season overall? Yeah, look, mate, it's obviously... Um frustrating there's probably two ways you can look at it and
1: uh, I dare say a lot of our fans over the past couple of weeks have expressed their feelings and so did we but um, overall I think if you look at it in the scheme of things it's been pretty positive really some of our performances throughout the year I think the improvement is is clearly shown in, in terms of how we performed against some of these top teams and um, you know, obviously it came down to a sort of a few decisions and a few games, but you know, if we won some of those close ones we wouldn't need to worry about that. So that's what sort of we said at the end of the year and yep. uh, make sure that doesn't happen again next year.
2: I feel like some of that frustration from the Crows fans is, is a good thing because it shows that the expectation now is high. It's not just oh maybe we could make finals. They know that they can compete and so question for you Rory is you guys were the number one offense this year. Yep. It must it must be a great way to play as a yep. player in that and obviously it is to watch as well
1: yeah so I think that's really our strong suit and um you know you see the talent we've got and sort of the way we sort of move the ball and the way we play is a lot of flair and we take the game on um uh, a room for improvement for us obviously our defense I think we ended up about ninth or tenth in terms of scores against and um you know our contest work around the stoppages and, and our actual contested possession differential was really really strong as well so um it is a brand that can hold up in finals, but I think our defence is definitely area yeah, we need to improve on. But the other side of the ball is fantastic, and it is nice playing those teams, and uh, we
0: kick a lot of goals. You you lose Duday and then you lose Nick Murray. That's yeah. obviously part of the reason why the defence struggled a bit. Uh, is that, I guess, a focus from the club? Do they need to bring anyone else in to cover those roles? Oh, it was just a pretty poor
1: timing for us, really, yeah. in terms of the same position, and obviously... Um, you know, Dan, you would have seen it. There's a lot of, you know, tools. And when they get decimated, it can go down pretty quick. So, um, you know, we actually saw these guys come in. And our depth was really good. You know, Jimmy Borlase played great when he came in. Mark Kane showed great flashes, played on some really key players. You know, Charlie Dixon, the showdown, played really well. So, um yeah, it is something that obviously a lot of teams like to have is some depth, you know, at ruck and key positions. So um, they are hard to find, though, and they need to be, you know, ready to go and, you know, certain age and usually come at a pretty high price as well. So we'll have a look, but it's
2: a pretty niche market. And so down the other end of the ground, he must have just reveled and been amazed at Texas season. Yeah. Like for, he's 33 now. He's getting old. Yeah. <laughs> he's getting real old. And he came that close to winning the Commonwealth medal. Yeah. It's um, an
1: incredible year. Oh, it's unbelievable. He just, I don't know how he's gotten better the last two or three years. Like he's playing, you know, he could have arguably an all Australian, you yep. know, two or three times. But, um, yeah, I think he's just sort of, his family and his holistic approach to way he sees footy and he seems a lot more relaxed about it. Um, Obviously he doesn't have the captaincy anymore. I think he's just able to play footy and enjoy it. And I think that's why he's playing so well. And, you know how you play in the AFL when there's no stress and you sort of go out there and enjoy it and, and have some fun and um, yeah if you reckon if you kick straight in that last game which I was telling him he had bloody 21 shots of goal <laughs> and couldn't kick it off his left foot and right foot going everywhere I said oh he might have won it but um, yeah mate all Australian for him and, and you know
2: nearly Coleman so it's great and so speaking of the captaincy your captain Jordan Dawson yeah. uh, I played a year with him at Sydney and yep. I guess his development has been rather incredible he, yep. at Sydney they knew he, they had something but mm. he certainly had and got to that level and I guess his temperament and just he's very um, well balanced across the yeah. board is potentially why he is the captain of the footy club.
1: Yeah, I think he's got a really good balance of that temperament and how he sees the game and very calm but he's probably the most competitive bloke I know like he just hates and you'd know as well he just hates yep. to lose um, you know we do things at training he just hates it and he's just so passionate about the club and, and the way he sees the club going and um, I reckon everyone sort of knew he was a good player but I didn't realise that you know he's an Australian you know top 20 player in the league and he's a superstar and I got to play with him through the midfield this year and the way he sort of plays the game and breaks out of stoppage. And he's a bit of a mix to fix it for us too. He goes forward, back and mid, so an amazing season. Is he
0: quite vocal on on the field? Like, is he a captain that sort of just leads by example or is he he quite vocal with... with
1: No, he's he's probably a good mix. Um, He needs to be, you know, vocal, obviously, as as he is the captain. He does that pretty well, I think. I think he's pretty stern in what he sees and what he needs. And um, in saying that, at the same time, you sort of just see what he does. And, you know, he's actually you know, really strong inside the contest and does things that sort of lift the team.
0: And um, I think he's got a really good balance, as men said. Just want to touch on Tex, uh, just go back to Tex for a second. Is he enjoying the role of being a mentor for Darcy Fogarty, Riley Thilthorpe? Do you see that sort of coming more in him just grabbing these guys and, And teaching him the craft. Yeah I think he sees the game really well and obviously the way he plays if
1: you actually ever get to see Tech sort of this behind the goals vision the way he's actually his leading patterns and his timing and and how he uses his body and um, you know he's got a good mixture of how he plays the game and I think he's actually sort of feeding that in and uh, to these young guys you sort of see how Fogg's been playing the last sort of 12 months his development and um, even though he isn't the captain in the leadership group anymore he just naturally does it obviously he was the captain for three or four years, and he just takes that role on,
2: and um, yeah, showing dividends with with how they played this year. So personally, Rory, you played a lot of your footy at half back, and yep. now obviously in the midfield. I guess comparisons between the two, what do you prefer? Uh, what's yep. easier to do? <laughs> well,
1: the game's changed a bit. I used to yeah. play half back when there was no six six six, so I said, "Oh, I'll give it to Luke Brown yeah. and these boys. Oh, they can take my man." I'll pretty much me and Brodie Smith. I think we played against you a few times. I actually didn't like playing against. Long at all because they made me play on someone. So well, I, it's
2: just on that we used to match him up because we yeah. knew we knew he'd get some cheaper kicks at times and he'd be damaging if he got them. So we said, all right, don't allow him to get these fantasy points and rack up these statistics. <laughs> and I do remember I on the that. ground he'd look in looking at a couple of us and being like, "Leave me alone, like am a spare. Yeah, I'm not going
1: to do anything." Exactly right, mate. Yeah. So Brody and I used to not play along and, and Jeff <laughs> um is with us now and used yes. to tell us like, yes. those, "I remember Tommy uh, Hawkins used to run over and just sort of." Put an arm across. I went. What are you doing out here? Like, I was on the boundary, trying to get a you know switch kick or whatever. But now nah, I love my time in the midfield. I think that's worked really well. You know, Dawson I in there, and then we've got some young fellows like Luke Pedler's come through, Josh Richelli, yep. uh Jake Saligo, and then you see um, some older boys like Sloney or Maddie, well, Matty Maddie Crouch come back in and played some great footy.
0: So we've got a good mix. Just want to ask you about Matt as well. There's a lot of noise around yeah. Matt Crouch throughout the year, and especially the second half of the year. Yep. Uh, how exciting is it for i guess the the playing group to have him sign for another two years oh it's fantastic
1: i i, I think um the way he his temperament and the way he, he took his footy this year and um, was very calm dominated the S A N F L, showed showed was an afl caliber player comes in and and pretty much dominates the uh, the afl i should say for the last 5 or 6 weeks and um it's a credit to him you know he's always ready to go and i think he sort of just um you know proved that he's is still an elite afl player especially around clearance and um, it was a really good mix we had in there. We had, you know, even though I was sort of an inside player, I got a lot more outside ball because you just let Matt get in there. He's so strong around the contest and his hands are elite. So, um, and in terms of a bloke, you know what I mean? The uh, the playing group loves him. Um, I think everyone was sort of pretty chuffed when he signed on. And um, I think we have a pretty good winning formula in there the next year to start off with. That's great. Uh,
2: it's exciting times for Crows fans. have talked about it throughout this season, that the expectations maybe are there now, but there's only six of you guys that have actually played at the start of the season over 100 games. Yeah. Yep. So in terms of list profiles and when teams actually win it, you may be a year or two off, which is so exciting for the next couple of seasons. Yep. Um, the sample teams in the preliminary final tomorrow. Yep. A couple of guys that you think can really maybe make that next step over the next few years that we'll see running around.
1: Yeah, so I think we've sort of seen the flashes of Sam Berry through the midfield. He, he obviously um, you know, was struggling a little bit earlier in the year, but he's... he's uh, had a few injuries and a few niggles, and he, he's played some really good, um, strong back half of the year. S N F L footy. He was and a
2: late last week. Uh, he, yeah, it was, he dominated last yep.
1: week, and you see these sort of big contested games. That's where he sort of thrives. He's a massive kid for 19 or 20, whatever he yeah. is, he's stronger than me, so, um, and then Lockheed Goland's probably the other one that showed flashes last week, and, and came in the team late in the year, and he actually pinched it in the ruck last game with us, and, and sort of gave that li- little bit more of a different dynamic in there, sort of what um, Finn does for yes. Port a little bit, that yes. sort of extra mid, really good at ground level, um, plays that third tool, sort of roll up forward, so, um, yeah, I think we've got a pretty good depth through the SANFL, and that's why they've had such a strong year.
2: So you've obviously enjoyed some time off since the season's yep. finished, a couple of quiet beverages as well. <laughs> if the boys win tomorrow, will yeah. you guys be getting down next Sunday against Glenelg and uh, getting around them and celebrating with them if they can get the job done?
1: Yeah, of course. We, we had a sweet last week up in the, uh, the first level stands. So we are all watching last week, and uh, unfortunately the result didn't go our way, and had a really strong first half, but dropped off. But Um, Yeah, most of the boys will be there tomorrow. I think a fair few of them are still sticking around for a couple of weeks. So
0: um, I dare say if they win, there'll be a a few more quiet beverages, I say, after a really strong (laughs) year. We are down here at Toolkit Depot at Seaford Meadows. We're talking with star Rory Laird. Uh, Rory, uh just yourself, uh, you, are you planning on a little holiday soon in the next few weeks and where, where are you going? Yeah, so we've got the Brownlow next week, so I go to Melbourne for four or five days with that. Um, my
1: partner is trying to work out this dress and it might be the end of me as well. There's <laughs> stuff going on everywhere I'm trying to stay out of it. Uh, there's a massive pain on the side. Um, and then to New Zealand, I think, just down nice. to Queenstown for about ten days and then up to Brizzy for a couple of nights. So, uh, hot and cold, so it
2: should be good. It will be good. So, just on the Brownlow yep. and the Premiership, who do you think potentially might win the two?
1: Uh, well, the I think the premiership's the hardest question. There yeah. is so many, like, it's just been such an even year. I, I think Brisbane at the Gabba is a really strong sort of position for them. Um, you see in the last couple of years, this is their best opportunity to actually get into a granny and, and really go out there and win it. So I, I think it's going to be a brisbane Collingwood grand final and I think maybe the Pies, but it's going to be a really close game. And then the Brownlark I the Bont. Yep. Like in the bond, he had a super strong year. They won enough games, and he just he had some games where he just dominated. He's a freak, so I think he might get it.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a good call. I think that's every chance that the bond finally gets that brown brownlow that yep. he missed out on a couple of years ago. I think so. Um, yeah. I've been waiting to get into this our whole chat, bonds. Um, love all sports as uh, Rory, you're an yep. NFL man. You're an Here Atlanta Falcons man. I'm Atlanta Falcons. That's man. not a common team to no, support.
1: No, they're sort of a bit a bit niche, aren't they? Charlie yeah. Cameron and I went for them, and um. They were really good for about two years. Then we obviously had that really bad Super yes. Bowl loss. And it's been a bit of a rebuild since then. So What's that on the back of Michael Vick? Because he was a freak. Well, he was. He was a. I, I can't even remember where I started. I, I didn't really get into it for a while. I sort of picked him up in school and then just dropped off a lot like the NBA more. Now I'm a big NFL man, and um, Charles jumped on, and, and here we are. So we're actually in a, done a sort of bit of an Adelaide rebuild the last couple of years. been <laughs> yes. a bit of a non factor, <laughs> yes. but
2: we're coming good. B. John Robinson this yeah, year. Yeah, no, so it just looks really good. 1-0. and o. It's a yeah. nice start for the Falcons. So, yep. um, yeah, now be interesting to watch the next few years. Have you got over the uh, Tom Brady Super Bowl yet?
1: Uh, look, I was actually... I've never really supported anything else other than AFL, and, and yep. really got emotional about anything in sport. But that one, we were <laughs> Charles one. and I were very—we were sort oh. of—it was unbelievable. Like we, was, we were pretty much celebrating as everyone would have been. And yep. um, yeah, well, I was actually pretty sad with that. But
2: oh. <laughs> Bonds, Bonds over here is wow. a Patriots man. Too. Yeah, well, I was going to oh. keep that quiet. Oh, okay. He's <laughs> okay. one of those. One <laughs> of those <laughs> Patriots. Get off, get off the air. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, we are here at Toolkit Deb. I want to ask you about: Are you a bit of a handyman? Oh, or, like, gosh. has anything caught your eye? Oh. Oh, so
1: I, did. I, I, I hope none of the boys hear this, but uh, no, you don't You don't see me with a tall weather. <laughs> I, I've got a gardener. Um, the old man comes around and does a fair bit. Um, we actually... Actually, my old man's not great either. We we blew up a lawnmower recently. so <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's hard to me. do. Yeah. I might really come down here and buy a few new things. So, uh, no, nah, don't ask me about anything
0: handy, mate. I'm, I'm not that good. A, a serious question. Um, yep. before, we appreciate you giving up your time this morning as well. Of course. Uh, the growth in Matthew Nix over the year. Yep. How, how have you seen him from the start of the year, or maybe even late last year, yep. to where he finished this year?
1: Look, I think it's been a... Um, sort of a different year for us and, and for him as a coach. I think, um, obviously, there's been some frustration the last couple of years, and he's just been so adamant in the belief in what he sees in us as a team and the talent we've got there and, and implementing the game style. And I think this year is probably the first year that we consistently performed on that. And you sort of see with the results we get. We were, um, a few years last year, we, we beat Melbourne like that one-point game, and they're, you know, a premiership contender, but then the next week we'd lose by 10 goals, and it was sort of an up-and-down battle but now you sort of see um consistency i think we had maybe two or three games this year where we were you know a bit flat or which happens with most teams this year but the actual consistency of performance and his belief in us and sort of came to fruition a bit in terms of his um you know bigger picture on what we see as a team and um as as dan said before the expectations now they had to go out and win and and actually play some finals which uh we should have been this year but uh we'll look forward to
0: next year i love the way he dealt with the goal review. Um, <laughs> yep. Okay, guys, you got 60 seconds, yep. and then we're not talking about it. It yeah. was
1: actually funny because we didn't really say a whole heap. We <laughs> sort of just sat there and went, well, I think everyone sort of said something, and yeah. you know what the media's like over here, yeah. and you guys are obviously involved, yeah. and there's a lot of chatter about it, yeah. and we just sort of said, well, it is what it is, and we're actually more frustrated that we're in that position, that it came yeah. down to that, you know what I mean? And as I said before, we'd we'd like to be you know three or four weeks out knowing we're playing finals. It's just a matter of prepping for finals and
0: actually getting there and playing, so uh, next year. Fantastic. Mate, again, appreciate you uh, popping in. Um, come down. If you want to see Rory's going to be here for a little bit longer. Um, come down and say hello and get an autograph. But uh, best of luck. Uh, have a great thanks, off-season. Oh, no. And, uh, yeah, best of luck. For no, you thanks here. for having me on, boys. Thanks, Rory. Appreciate that, mate. Yeah. Rory Laird from the Adelaide Crows here on Saturdays in SA. Down here at Toolkit Depot, Seaford Meadows. Come down and say hello. We are powered by Luma Energy SA. Energy... From Australian-owned company, that's Lumo SA. And City Discount Tyres, SUV tyres on now. After the news, men's, we're going to get your top five. Looking forward to that.